Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, transference is real. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Not a lot. <clears throat> it just loaded, and so I was like, oh, oh, oh. someone's already talking. Surprise. Hello. All right. <laughs> hey, so how much it. snow do you have? That's the real question. <laughs> you know, we didn't get hardly any, which is so... Oh, man, we got it all this time. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, man, it's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and it really so... is only... Been, so it's like snowed on and off all day, but yeah. like... Just a little, little tiny bit of snow, right? Like a little, little bit. <laughs> like little tiny flurries not doing anything. <laughs> and then... <laughs> like this morning it snowed a, a quite a bit yeah and then i mean it was like big heavy thick snow and but it didn't last very long and all day randomly it's just been like little teeny tiny snowflakes little teeny tiny snowflakes oh no <clears throat> uh we got home at like four thirty, five o'clock and it's like blam now here's the real like holy cow <laughs> it's oh. still snowing so like <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah Dang. i don't know like I don't know. I think it's let up a little bit, but earlier I when I looked outside, it was still very snowy. So uh, Adventure Dog has decided that uh, today oh. is not the day for adventuring. He still doesn't oh. like snow, turns out. But um, <laughs> surely not. Poor guy. <laughs> he was like, mm. "It's not the snow; it's the wind." I think it's so. Today's it's like twenty plus mile an hour winds, like all day. Yeah, yeah, not good. Right? So he was like, mm. "No." No, I don't think so. <laughs> but like, I don't know exactly what his deal is currently. But like, maybe it's a combination of the medicine and the new food or whatever. But like, yeah. Ever since we got back from Dad's house, he's like, mm, "We're just gonna keep walking now." Oh, so like, <laughs> yeah, he's ready. He's, he, after school, he's been going on like way long walks. Like, oh, way longer with Susan and stuff. So he's been going all the places. He's like, let's go over here. Do, 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 do. What about <laughs> over here now? Do, 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 do. He's all about it. So this week's been, he's been doing great. Like running, like running around, not running, but like sure. walking slightly faster. <laughs> <laughs> he did run a little bit the other day, but that was because like it was our walk right before supper. And oh. on the way back, he was like, hmm. Let's go faster, though, because I know there's supper in there. <laughs> I know what meets me when I'm I'm <laughs> ready, right? <laughs> yeah, he's been going down like up to the that like Herb Depot building. It's like up the road from us. He's been like going up there. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> yeah. Go there's Chuck. like that field back there. So he's been yeah. like they've been going into the field a little bit, like right next to it. Not the one, like a little, like the yard next to that building. Because there's a field there, but it's like all harvested, so it's like all sticky and stuff, you know. <laughs> He's been going out there, hanging out, wandering around in the grass up there, sniffing around the fence stuff. Crazy. What the heck? Who's this dog? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's so we've been referring to him it. as the adventure dog uh, this week. So he's been <laughs> 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 till till the snow. 
And he's like, mm, not that adventurous. I'm well, just gonna... actually, actually, I changed my mind. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, my adventuring only goes so far. And now right. I'm done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's good. <clears throat> yeah, it's been pretty good. I'm impressed. I'm proud of him. I'm happy that he's been getting around a little better. So, yeah, it's good news. Just letting him go and do his thing. So maybe the walking will help him, you know, keep his old legs working, right? Like, <laughs> got to keep moving. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. No, that's good. That's my excitement. What's up? Oh. <laughs> I like that excitement for sure. Good. Adventure dog excitement. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Speaking of adventures, Aaron, how are you? I am, am on the tired side. Okay, say, Mr. Um, Drive all over Oklahoma. Yeah, yesterday was um, was tedious. Um, I was just driving, of having to drive literally the entire length of my county and into other counties, trying to track down people. Have like, I just, I just need you guys to sign these forms, please. Stay in one place. Um, and then today I, um, I initiated three different investigations, which on a normal day you do like, and an investigation. Right. Um, so that seems high. Yeah. Eek. So the, the deal is Tulsa County has been slammed. Um, us County. Yeah. Has it been quote unquote as busy? So to help compensate, oh, um, we get some so of nice. Tulsa's cases. Yeah, so yuck. I was like in like way southwestern Tulsa, and I was like, oh, I've never been here before. Hello, oh, um, dear. <laughs> and so yeah, so I, I did, I did three separate cases today. Yeah. Um, and then I got home at like right at like I think it was like dead at like five o'clock, like just boom right on the money, walked through the door. Um, but no, I, I was out and about at like nine. Just I staffed with my supervisor, and then I was just gone. So that that's that's what Aaron did today. Um, I cannot tell you what I've done the past week. <laughs> um as far as like work goes um we had dinner with Jelly's mom um i what did i do today this past week um looking around my office did i do anything no right over there no <laughs> um did i do that no um well that's, that's kind of been that's been watching a lot of my hero academia on Hulu. Oh. It is it is one of my and Shelby's, you know, new favorite shows that it, it's very hard to watch like after like on a work day because we can sit and watch like a whole season, but it's like, whoa, yeah. eleven o'clock, we should probably stop. Um Well luckily there's like twelve million episodes of that that you can watch. Yes. <laughs> so we've been doing that. And another kind of thing that I've weirdly started to enjoy um, is what it, it, it during this time 
after college football ends, there's like a whole big um, explosion of, you know, inquiries and conundrums of, you know, college, you know, football coaches of who's going to go where. And it, it, it's a new favorite, like, pastime of mine. So I can actually, like, watching like, the shuffle. In. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's so weird to, like, you know, getting in, like, you know, people analyze, you know, analyzing things and like, oh, I, I wouldn't get him to go there. And like, oh, that's very strange. He went there. That's crazy. Um, it's, it's a whole like unique. And I, I, the past several years, I've, I've watched, you know, the college football carousel and coaches going into the NFL or coaches being moved around in college football or just like college sports in general. Um, you know, big name hires, people I've never heard of before. It's it's truly fascinating of just seeing how that world transpires, like how like it it is like on a daily basis that people like you know us, us plebeians don't see. Um, <clears throat> but I, I've been transfixed the past like week or two on you know teams I don't even care about of you know people like oh that person's going there oh I need to look him up oh this is this oh that's crazy so. Uh, that's been my last two weeks of of watching uh, My Hero Academia and watching uh, coaches be moved back and forth to places <laughs> all over the world. So that's been my my uh, enjoyment for the last week. Well, it's a whole like another layer of the landscape, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a because there's the one layer, of, especially with college sports, like oh, who is who is going to sign with what school, like what high school player is going to go there? What is that team doing around there? But then like you said, then there's this whole other level of, well, who's the coach going to be? Cause mm-hmm. like that makes a big difference at the collegiate level, right? The coach makes a big difference. Cause those, those are people still learning the sport, still developing like athletically. So, the coach is a big deal. Now, is the coach a big enough deal to be the highest paid public uh, position in literally every state? And yes, no, no, I don't. Obviously, I disagree. Yes, Mike, um, Mike, Gundy is, Mike Gundy is a deity. You cannot change our mind. He is a demigod. I'm yeah, no, I like <laughs> some perspective here. I think this last year has. Put, I mean, we put in some some more people, not everybody, obviously, but like, you know, I I can live my life without a sport in it. Like, can you? it's it doesn't really affect my daily life whether or not basketball is happening. Sorry, LeBron, I don't care about you. There you go, hot take. But like, Whoa. literally, don't care. Like, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me if you play or not. I have to do my own thing, and I have to worry about my own stuff. I don't care what you're doing. Just like I, he doesn't care about me. He never even heard of me before. So like, why would he care about me? It's the same thing, right? <laughs> so like, there's that. But just on the, for the, like the fan aspect, like it's interesting when you think about, cause I like, I don't like to watch college football as like, I'm only going to watch this one team play football. Right. It's not, very interesting to do that in my opinion like i don't like that i like again because i'm like a macro or not macro level guy right like i like the big 
overall landscape of things. So like, yeah, I kind of agree that stuff is mildly interesting because I like to see the whole landscape of like the whole thing. Right. Right. And how it works and, and how it plays out, which is why the playoff has been uh, marginally more interesting than the old like BCS. Like we're going to arbitrarily rank you number two. Like what? What? Why? Mm. Why would you? Why? Like <laughs> because we can. Because you have to now consider like a whole huge landscape of like way more teams, a much more intricate dynamics of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, on that level, it is more interesting. So I can see it's, that. Um, I can see why you're fascinated by that. It's so like in in some in some programs like you know University of Arkansas, which we can all agree hasn't been good in quite some time. Um, if you're in Arkansas, question mark? You're back saying, and Darren McFadden, you know, that, that era. You know. Yeah, do you, okay, do we need to talk about how long ago Darren McFadden played for Arkansas? Ah, wasn't that was a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> that was like 2009. <laughs> but like, so, so last year, yeah, that was a, um, yeah, it was. I, I, I remember, oh, who was it? Um, Kyle Reuter, um, he texted me one day because um, he, he he went to Arkansas and he's like, dude, this weird guy's in my class. I'm like, huh? And then like a while later, he's like, dude, it's Darren McFadden. He's totally in my science class. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but like uh, um, last year, um, after Arkansas had a kind of an abysmal season, they they hired like some like he's not really a no name coach. I just I never really heard of him. Um, a guy by the name of Sam Pittman, and you know everyone was just kind of like a yeah, I mean, that's, that's okay hire, but like I mean he's you know hasn't turned the, the program around like uh, competing for like the national title or anything, but it's it's now one of those programs that's more respectable. It you know produces you know good players you know at a competitive. A competitive look and it, it kind of feels like you know the um oh my gosh did i forget his name um bill snyder at k-state like mm. you know he was you know the, the the people in you know all the sports world who were like oh you know it's not really like a like a sexy hire or anything but it's, you know it's a it's a good hire and so it's it just like people you know it's like oh you know they're not going to really compete for the national championship but to a lot of people they're not really in it for that it's literally to develop you know good players mm. and you know good people to get to the next level or whatever and and to me that's interesting because a lot of people are like oh we gotta win a national championship like, it doesn't matter because guess who's gonna win the national championship next year oh it's alabama there we go done surprise uh, so like it's, it's just it's just one of the things <laughs> that it, it is you know fascinating to see so I, i've just been caught up with with that for uh the past like week or two of just like and, and then seeing you know people's reactions like oh my gosh can you believe who they hired i'm like no i had no idea who that is. like really no. <laughs> True. yeah so to, to me it's it's that aspect of it of how like you know just a complete utter new world it is that like oh these coaches are being paid how much and well, yeah it's disgusting yeah so that, that that's just been my little fork this week of like, yeah. oh, what is he doing? Huh? What? So that's pretty cool though. But I yeah, I will say that uh 
I do like that macro level and like the dynamic stuff, but I I found the last several years I've just been watching like isolated games like reverting because mm-hmm. like every year they just only ever talk about the same five teams. And so it becomes at a certain point it becomes rather uninteresting. Like, oh no, which of these same three teams are going to play again? Like I don't I don't care. Yeah. Like that's boring. Right? Like it it's to me like if it's just the same people competing for the top level and winning all the time it's not interesting anymore. Like why would I want to watch this team? Basically, you know, like when I heard that it was going to be Ohio State Alabama and I was like Alabama's going to win. Why would I even watch it? Like, it's not, it's not, mm-hmm. even, yeah. it's not even worth it. Like, at a certain point, when you be, when you like know too much about it, you're like, okay, well, that's boring because it is the same, like consistently. Now, that's good for those programs. I get it, right? That means they're doing good things and they're doing stuff. But like, it also tells me that the disparity across the collegiate landscape is vast, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so like, it's not interesting when it's just the same four or five teams every year in the top five spots every time. And like almost always the same one wins. Like, wow. Why? I mean, it's good if you're an Alabama fan, I guess if you live in Alabama, you're just like, this is the greatest decade of my life. But like for me, as like just a sports fan who likes to see, differing outcomes like it's just really boring it's like when the yankees used to win like every single year in baseball like yeah who cares it's boring (laughs) (laughs) i need to like dynamic or drama at my sport and like oh look it's this same team one again cool i guess i guess we we never really like well i say we i i guess i don't know if i'm more of the sports fan out of the family but like we never like grew up like in a, like a true like Missouri is like a you know powerhouse in sports or anything. But like we didn't really grow up in an area that was like diehard Cardinals or I know, mean whatever. Everywhere in Missouri is diehard Cardinals except for Kansas City, right? That's right. how it is. Yeah. But again, for a long time, the Cardinals kind of like not good, right? Yeah. Uh, only like. What they won that one world? I was like eighteen or nineteen when they won again, and then after that one, they started becoming much more relevant for a few years, right? Yeah. Other than it was like, oh, Mark McGuire win. I was like, okay, who cares? But like, yeah, that's the big one. You know, this is actually a topic that I have written down on our topic list. Ooh, is it? Is. Sports. Go on. It, it, the topic that we wrote down actually is just sports, sports or nah. Is <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it kind of depends, right? Like on what you mean by sports, like because, like, do I want to play sports? No, I absolutely do not. Like, I'm not. I don't have that. Like innate drive to like win, you know. I don't care and whatever. Like you lost, okay, fine. That's fine and whatever. Like <laughs> so, like I don't know. I would say that I'm like a competitive person, 
kinda, but like if I lose, that's fine. It doesn't matter. But like there are some sports that I enjoy watching. I guess. But like I don't know if I would consider myself like a traditional sports fan. Like I don't wear I don't paint my face. You don't. Right. I don't do that. Not like uh, somebody else in this group conversation currently. Uh, no, would that be? Uh, <laughs> beard. Oh, listen, don't listen to him. Oh. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. It's okay. It's all right. I think I saw you on TV once, but I can't be sure. Uh, everybody, had, everybody had orange faces. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. When everybody has an orange face, does anybody have an orange face? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and like, I am also, I don't, uh, I don't like to watch live sports generally because <clears throat> I also find them very boring, especially professional sports live. Yawn. It's like every five seconds, I'm like, and commercial break, and everyone just like stands there. Like, what? Why? This stinks, man. So I liked watching live sports when I knew people playing in like high school and college. And then after that, I was like, I'm okay. I don't like that environment. It's not like I'm going to be really loud and scream all the time. Like, yeah, mm, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's not like how I watch things. Cause I, I think I watch things like more like I watch them for the, like the, I don't know what word to describe it. The technical aspect of the sport that I'm watching. I appreciate that a lot, you know? And so that's the part I want to see. And so like screaming and yelling and carrying on is not really what I do. Unless of course I'm at like a uh, high school or like the middle school basketball games that I go watch. I like hoop it up for the kids. Cause they like it. And all the rest sure. of the parents are just sitting there like you suck. The ref's garbage. So I try to interject some positivity <laughs> into the atmosphere. Very right, like That was awesome. Yeah. And all the parents are like, that ref's trash. What do you do? It like screaming at their kid. They're playing basketball wrong. You're like, they're 12. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're playing basketball wrong. <laughs> like, of course, of course, it's kind of this whole process. They're learning. Yeah. So like that, that's uh, the encouraging side of my fandom comes out. And like start yeah. screaming, like, <laughs> way to go, get up, you know, like that kind of because not me in that time because I feel like I need to overpower them uh, and I can because I'm so loud, but like, <laughs> <laughs> what I kind of can't help it. Yeah, I like to watch like the technical aspect of it, right? And I think that is like that part is not as fun for me in a live environment because everyone's just like screaming, spilling beer on things, and I'm like, mm, boring. So that's kind of where I stand. And then we can talk about what sports we like, I guess, after this. But what yeah. are your thoughts, Aaron? Well, uh, I'm probably not the best person to ask this since I was a coach. No, you're the perfect um, person because yeah. we're allowed to have so, different opinions. So, so, so trying to get, you know, and also trying to be a coach, literally. Um, that's what I was talking about last week is I literally yeah. applied to be a coach and a teacher again. So, nice. like, to, to me, so in high school, I don't know if you know this. I wasn't the best at sports. Like I was in them, and 
I did all the things like I was in football, baseball, you know, all that stuff. But like, I just wasn't like good. And for the longest time, I didn't really have like, especially in high school, I did not have like the, you know, what what people call like the, you know, athletic mentality of, you know, this is my sport. This is my thing. I'm going to do this. Um, But like being, Coaching has definitely brought a new perspective in in sports to me because, like, when I was younger, I in high school, I hated going to basketball. Games. Hated them. Um, I didn't loathe them. I just hated having to go to a basketball event and sitting there in a school basketball. So to, to me, basketball is is not fun. Now again, with Brandon, like when I was a teacher, like going to like a like granted, fifth grade basketball is terrible, but yes, going is. going to and you know being there for my kids, like oh heck yeah, you know this is really really fun. But like if you ask me, hey, don't go to a high school game, I'm like that, yeah, no, I'm I'm good, thanks. Yeah, again, I only um, went to high school games when I was in high school and like knew yeah. everybody because it was like a social thing. It was fun, mm-hmm. like. I don't want to watch another like, high school. I was born. Like I, I <laughs> love doing like jazz band, like especially in college. Like jazz or pet band was amazing. Like that yeah. was the thing to be in. And so, like some sports for me, like I, mean, I could if you if you said, "Hey, do you want to go to like you know a sports bar and just like watch sports?" I mean, oh, yeah, I could do that. Um, I'm also very weird. Like sometimes I'll just like go and watch like a game and then i'll be like okay i'm done and i just like leave <laughs> so um sports to me is like something that is is used uh, you know especially for a small town for you know kids to have an outlet to find a way to you know get out of that small town to you know go and you know make something to to kind of that escape and so that, that's what we use a lot especially coaching at a small town and seeing that aspect of life of oh hey you know, literally you know have no other option of getting out of town than you know to coach or to, to play so but like if you offered me tickets to go to like a uh, professional basketball game I'll be like mm, this is gross I'm okay um, I've been to college football games uh, the only exception to you know my deep ug for basketball would be going to uh, Oklahoma State basketball games. I, I don't know if it's just something about the arena or what it is of just being so different. But like, if you're like, hey, let's go watch, you know, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm like, ah, okay. Um, I'm the kind of person that can go and sit and watch a professional baseball game. You know, that, that's what I coached. I loved it. Um, I cannot sit still that long at all. No way. Professional, like in like NFL game. Heck yeah, I could sit there and watch you know, hours. Um, like a college baseball, like we can. Like Shelby, and myself went to an OU baseball game like last year, and just just because because tickets were cheap, and but we we also have like the uh, Tulsa Drillers, the semi-professional team here, which are like really fun to watch weirdly so so for me being a 
you know, b- being a former, um, you know, varsity athlete, I can tell you, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it was an experience. Would I do it again in high school? Absolutely. Um, but I am much more comfortable in the coaching aspect of like, Ooh, that looks hard. I'm just going to sit here and that. So yeah. That. <laughs> That, that that's my um my kick yeah oh i was just gonna say that i think it, it well it makes sense that you even though you like pooed my high school basketball thing like it makes sense that you have <laughs> you, that you want to watch oklahoma state basketball because you have a connection to oklahoma state you went there right so it's like a a thing it's like a whole thing like, you have I, you're like more I'm, familiar with like that specific even that specific like culture because again, college sports are weird, and like every every single one has a unique cultural aspect about that campus, right? Because you're you were immersed in that for a long time, and you were familiar with it. It's kind of like it has a familiarity that's like ah, yeah. There's like, there's also I mean? a weird like aspect of that kind of fandom because I, I don't know if it was just growing up in Missouri. Like I've seen how Mizzou fans are. And I don't know if it was just kids not, I was at school with. Not pleasant. But like, right, that's that's how it is. <laughs> but, 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 to, but to me, like I've seen like the over diehard like we're we're Mizzou fans. We're always gonna win. I'm like, like you need to Which chill a, like, a little a bit. Completely unfounded confidence. <laughs> yeah. But so a, a lot of a lot of that, like the, like the super like hardcore, like I bleed. Crimson and Cream, or you know, a lot of OU fans that I know. Yeah, um, it's odd. You know, I, I, I so, but like, like to me, like I'll, I love wearing Oklahoma State because I graduated there. But as being as like you love, you know, someone comes up to if if someone comes up to me and be like, eh, Oklahoma State sucks. I'm like, cool, have a good day. Like I just, no. I don't, I'm not like yeah. a super diehard fan. But because I've seen those people, I've been to Bedlam, which is an experience in itself. Um, going to the um, OU, um, or yeah, OU OSU game like for football is just an incredible experience. I like I've been to that. I've seen people like scream at each other like in the parking lot. Like guys, the game hasn't even started yet. Just I, it's you know eleven o'clock in the morning. I'm a little tired, so like I don't know, don't really want to deal with this right now. But so and so like yeah, I said the the diehard fans that I've seen is is just different different breed and a lot of that kind of turned me off from sports initially and then you know i went to oakland state and i'm like oh, okay there's some people that aren't like absolutely crazy okay i can deal with this so yeah that's true i was once at a yeah especially like with the unfounded like swagger right like you know i was at a game one time and it was at a hockey game right and I, it was like this. Yeah, that's, that's a different field entirely. Like, like more on that later when we get back to what sports we like to watch. But like, I was, we went to St. Louis to watch uh, the Blues play the Red Wings because the Red Wings were my favorite hockey team for a long time. Yeah, and the Wings lost, and you know, but it's a midseason game. No one cares. And so I was like, it was fun to watch, you know. And some dude was like, "Yeah, take that, Wings. You're terrible." And I was like. The Blues have literally never won anything at this point in history. It was like a few years later they won something, but like at this point in time, they had won nothing ever, 
ever in the history of ever. And he was all like, yeah, we're the best. Like, dude, calm down. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, I, it, it definitely was a completely different environment. So I, I went to Northeastern Oklahoma A&M, who at the time was not good in anything, baseball and volleyball, I think, maybe. Um, my first year there for college, like be, being in band, one and nine, maybe ish, um, yeah. like in football. But it, it, my my um, sophomore year, Logan Rogersville High School, boom, there it was. Yeah, but but the the atmosphere that the band created, it always made it feel like it was such like a close game, even though we got blown out like sixty to nothing. Um, but a lot of those things were always just you know, fun to experience. And then when going to Oklahoma State, we weren't like, you know, going to make, you know, the the year before I went to OSU, 2011, 2012, um, when they were literally like making a run for the national championship, like that's different. But, you know, being like, oh, yeah, we will win some games. But yeah, the, the whole atmosphere at NEO did not prepare me for the, you know, athletic atmosphere at Oklahoma State. Wait, that is a quite a different level, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, I just, I just remember how like unique it was. Like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, I mean, I I mean, nobody, at, nobody at NEO was like screaming, "I'm a man, I'm forty, talk to me." <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's Gendy. Um, also the the coach who can who pulled off a mullet for a few years. Just no, nobody started. pulls off a mullet. I'm telling you right now, go on a record. Stop it. No, no. Whoever, whoever told you mullets were cool, lied to you. That's what. No. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but yeah. So, so like that that transition of going from Logan Rogersville. So when my when I was a senior, being good in football being good in basketball. I'm like, oh yeah, man, this is awesome. But then to NEO, I'm like, oh, we're terrible at everything. Okay. Um, and so that that was, you know, a different experience. Uh, men's basketball in NEO was also really fun, just just being in the, the pet band because we were set up like right behind the opposing team's bench. And so it was just mostly just like screaming at them the whole time. So that was fun. Um, but like, no, I've, I've seen, you know, I, I remember when I was a bartender and a bouncer at Esmo Joe's and it was, and it was Bedlam and these two guys just like in the little entryway just started getting into it. Like, Oh, you suck. Like, no, Oklahoma state sucks. And guys, it's one o'clock. The game doesn't start till six. We're, we're fine. And I, I literally broke them up. And I was like, I mean, can we all agree Texas sucks? And they're like, yeah, you right. And then they just like went on their way. And so, <laughs> That it common it was, ground. There we go. I was like, oh, Texas does suck. You're right. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? What are you doing? So, I, I, I remember that as being an, an experience. And like, That's really oh, these funny. are like people. <laughs> these are people who are aren't afraid to fight in like a parking lot at like their kids like, you know, JV football game like that. Like this is a hardcore, um, sporting event. And then. Um, Shelby says hi, by the way. Hi, Shelby. Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, it, it was just like 
decision wise, was it a good idea to go to Oklahoma State? Probably not. But it was still like a fun, unique experience. Um, now, I have a friend that went to the University of Alabama, and that's an entirely different breed of, of human beings. Um, my friend Colin and Merv, if you're listening to this, love you. Um, but you're different animals down there. <laughs> um, in, in a good way, in a good way. But yeah, I just, it, it was, it, it's, it's unique talking with someone, especially from the SEC um, to like, you know, the Big 12, aka you know, me. Like, oh, Oklahoma State's really good at football. Yeah, have you won a national championship? 1943. So, <laughs> I don't know. Counts. It counts. It's on the wall. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like t- to me, like if, if you say, I am um, Shelby's brother, Riley, we literally drove up to Missouri, watched Missouri State football's homecoming with, um, oh, what is his face? Uh, we talked about him on the podcast. He used to be coached at the University of Arkansas and Bobby Petrino, good old Bobby. He, he's, he's coaching at Missouri State. We went up there and watched mm-hmm. him and then we drove back. Um, you know, it's, it's on Shelby and myself have a list that we want to go to, um, all of the, you know, baseball sporting comp, like baseball stadiums, um, which Colin, when you lived in Dallas, like, you never like took me to a Rangers them? game. Yeah. All of them. What? That's what uh, we want to do. Oh, like everywhere. All of them. Yeah. A lot. Everywhere. Very... No. Uh, lofty goal. Even the, one, even the ones in Canada. Yeah. Why would, you, yeah, I, why would you go there? Because the Blue Jays. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, but, but like when Colin when Colin lived the in expo. Dallas Whoa. when Colin lived in Dallas, he said, Hey, when you come down, tell me research, I'll take you to a game. What did I do? I bought a Texas Rangers hat and a Texas Rangers shirt. And I got all excited, had my little pin it. And this was like a few years ago. So I was, I was in my twenties, so I was driving down <laughs> You're in your twenties. Uh, two weeks ago and, yeah. and Ooh, those, you I'm like oh we can't go <laughs> very cool. I can't I can't go to a Rangers game oh, okay. so uh, but yeah like but even like I I I don't like the Dallas Cowboys I'm a Chiefs fan but like if Colin was like let's go to a Dallas game I would have bought a Cowboys hat and marched my happy self down there just to sit in the stadium and watch and a game. It could have been the you know Patriots and Cowboys. I don't care, like football. Or... But if you were like, hey, let's go watch, you know, um, curling or something. Heck yeah! How, For, how, much, uh, how much? Side note, if you're going to go to every baseball state, you're, apparently your MO is you're going to have a lot of hats by the end of this trip because this, okay, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know it was required to dress the part to go to a game in the stadium. First of all, I'm feeling really attacked right now. <laughs> and Well, I, I also made the, the rule slash joke slash uh, decree that every college campus I visit, I want a hat of it. Um, and so in, in my little storage thing over there, I have a hat from almost every um, college campus I visited. Either it'd be as a, a student or just passing through or like when, when Colin lived in Dallas, uh, I can't remember what road it was, but it took you right by Northern Texas University. 
and I remember driving down the first time and I said, I want to have from there. And then I just ever swung by. It was, it was a great, one of the greatest regrets of my life. I got, I got to say, I'm not, I'm not proud of that moment. Wow. So North Texas, if you're listening, sorry. Um, wow. but you know, yeah. in my heart. <laughs> I, what are we talking about? Sorry. So I think it's Colin's turn to talk for a little well, while. <laughs> yeah. Go Colin. Sporty boy Colin. <laughs> oh yeah. You know me. It's all the, all the sports. Um, no, I think this question to me, like I, I, we've, we've talked about what it means to be a fan in the past. Right. And so, yes. I, I, so for me, I, I was just like flat out, never interested in sports of any kind for any reason ever. Like it just never hooked me. I all it didn't matter what it was. And I flash forward to, I respect like, except for like the, the Olympics, like for some reason when it was the Olympics and it was much more of a spectacle, it was high density packed, well edited footage of going jump to jump, to jump, to jump on the skis and you know, that kind of stuff. But it never, it up until, you know, the Olympics or now, you know, I can watch formula one um, and, and some of those sports. So I guess some of these more like global kind of sports not just so american centric but growing up i had no interest in baseball or basketball or football or any of that i just it, it was always very boring to me and i guess maybe possibly that was because i was never able to connect with it i know i don't know i know many people connect with sports on a lot of different levels um you know people connect with it and you can correct me if i'm wrong depending on what <laughs> whatever i'm saying here but like there's the like technical aspect of like oh it's they're what they're able to do is really cool and then there's like the str- the strategizing around it where they're able to put in the plays and like that aspect is interesting to people then there's the oh like i i want to be able to do that or um i was able to do that and then there's like the camaraderie like when a lot of times people go and they watch they sit down when they really mean I'm going to watch football. It code for I'm going to spend time with family or I'm going to. Spend, yeah. Like, or like, like hang out with my friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like yeah. all these different aspects of it. And for whatever reason, you know, none of that ever clicked um, for me around for me around sports. Um, like, you know, we didn't grow up as a, in a family of watching sports unless you were with Mimi and you were watching golf for whatever reason you were forced to do that <laughs> never <golf. laughs> the but, one sport more boring to watch in baseball golf they found one right well okay you yeah. missed, you forgot cricket right cricket is in there unfortunately <laughs> no no i disagree mostly because i don't want oh never mind we'll talk about it in a minute <laughs> okay okay well anyway it was a joke about cricket being more boring i just so everyone knows that um, <laughs> our, cricket, our cricket listeners, we're sorry. So, so your sorry. cricket listeners, chip, 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 go. Um, so, so I, you know, I, I, I can, I respect people who play sports and respect it just kind of like as a thing that exists in the world. Um, but it takes me a lot to get to get into into something. And even like even something that is like so simple to follow, like Formula One, where there's 
so few people, right? There's not that many, <laughs> not that many people involved. Oh, you mean the drivers, not the, the drivers. technical crew of like no. seven billion, right? <laughs> exactly, just drivers, right? Who you're following, the people who are yeah. actually out there. There's driving. like twenty, right? Like twenty, thirty yeah. people, That's exactly. It. And because they were like, well, I don't know, I, a lot has changed because I know 2020 saw at least one yeah, team was- drop. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, you're like there's twenty, literally twenty people or less in the yeah, entire. I didn't really world watch any this year. Um, who are out there racing, and I can't even, <laughs> I can't even care enough to keep up with that. And so when when I like I am in awe of the people who sit down and not just sit there and talk about the history of the player of like, well, in Mighty Mites they had yeah know, right. Those are the like, people that watch with like a stat book, right? right? Like, like, like sit there and like mm-hmm. mark little things down. What <laughs> or. <laughs> You know, even, <laughs> even when I'd sit and try and watch a pro game and the announcers, you know, granted they have notes on all the players, but, you know, they're sports people. They know the history of each player and where they came from yeah. and their college lineage and all this stuff. Like, I just, I don't have, I guess, I don't know if it's, if it's the, the, the care, it's probably not the care. Like, I just, I just don't care about that. Like, it's really hard for me to, <laughs> to, just to. to to put that much effort into it, again, I enjoy it as a thing that exists in the world, and it is what it is. It's just when it comes to like investing time to follow it, it is it is it's never been something that I can like jump on board with. It's fair. <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah. So to segue off of that, I think um, one of the things that, like, when I say. When people tell when people ask me if I like to watch sports, right in the United States, for our international friends, um, they mean one of three options. That they mean, do you watch baseball, football, or basketball? Yeah, that's what they mean, <clears throat> right? And I think very quickly, like I don't know, yeah. Once you kind of watch those for a while, at least me, once I watched them for a while, I was like, okay, this is fine. And I started to like look for other things to watch because you kind of get bored with them. Again, this might just be my attention span issue, right? But like, I like to watch sports I've never seen before uh, because I love trying to figure out what's going on while I'm watching. It's, It's a way to keep myself actively engaged. Right. It's like when I watch baseball, it's just the minutia of baseball is just too much. Right. I just can't, I can't parse like all the 700,000 little tiny details that are supposedly important or something. And I'm just like, why is this on for five hours? What is happening in my life? <laughs> so I, I just can't do it. So, I mean, you mentioned the Olympics. I stinking love the Olympics, like so much, right. just because of the variety of stuff. Yeah, it's on there. Like you can just watch all kinds, and you don't ever see it anywhere else, hardly. Um, is <clears throat> now that's a little bit different with the internet and you know uh, networks picking up like and specialty ES- things or ESPN seven covering the yes players or like <laughs> or like you know um, certain network deals. I just play like certain things or whatever, but like yeah. Streaming is really big. You can watch that stuff more accessible. Now. But like when I was younger, like that stuff was like, you, you, when am I ever going to watch fencing? Never. Right now at the Summer Olympics <laughs> at one thirty in the afternoon. 
the only time I'm going to see it for like five years. Like what? So like, yep. <laughs> yeah. I like the Olympics because of the variety. And I like it's for me, it's really engaging because I always am trying to figure out like, well, what does that rule mean? What is, how did that, how did they score a point there? So like Aaron was like making fun of curling. I still love curling. I love to watch it. I love the like weird strategy of it. Like I love all the, I love how just bizarre it is. I love how like weird it is. Right. I mean that in like a positive way. Like on TV, like I can absolutely watch it. But after like, you'd want to go like do a curling and like, well, because yeah, on TV you get to see more stuff, right? This is why I like to watch TV because you can see more angles. They, but like, yeah, I I love it. Like, oh, curling's on. Heck yeah, let's go. Women's USA curling. Heck, that's what I want to watch. Ladies are amazing. So like, that's what I and I like. I like it for the variety. So I like the ski jumping. Mm-hmm. I like to watch the whatever. I like track and field stuff because there's like eight hundred thousand different events you can watch in track and field and like. <laughs> so I like to watch a lot of like what what the traditional American sports fan would consider like weird or like fringe sports. And I always like it when I watch something I've never seen before. Like what is happening right now? What is going on? (laughs) This is crazy. Right. It's why I like to watch rugby. It's really interesting. Right. And I really love soccer. I know that's not really a fringe sport anywhere else in the world, but like in the U S it's like, whatever soccer. Soccer is great for two reasons. Number one, it's just like nonstop. Again, this speaks to my attention span. The fact that there's no commercial breaks and I can watch it on TV, like <laughs> straight shot. It's good. Um, but like that, the dynamics of what's happening there, it's so fluid and things are changing like every second that I'm kind of like that. Right. I can keep up with that. My mind can stay focused on that for a long time. Whereas in like, you know, golf, when a lot of it's just like walking. <laughs> yeah. Scaring. I can't. I can't do don't, don't be very intense, you know, looking and thinking. Yeah. Looking. And that's why like, I kind of enjoy watching cricket because it's, it's still relatively alien to me where I'm still watching it with like, what's that mean? What's going on here? What, why did they do that? Right. I'm still watching it with those eyes. So I, I'm still like relatively engaged in the proceedings, you know? Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I like that kind of stuff. I also really love to watch like the world cup soccer. Holy cow. That's, I learned that I can't really drink a lot of coffee and watch world cup soccer simultaneously because <laughs> my heart might explode. Like it might, <laughs> that's the one, that's like the one thing that I like will shout at my TV about is like big soccer tournament matches. Like I get into that, like we're <laughs> men and women. Cause like the women, it could be the U S winning in the men. No, it's never going to be. Right. <laughs> I saw an article today, like about rebuilding U S men's soccer. It's like the 700th article I've read about this. Yeah. And the first line, the first line of the article was like, uh, the U.S. soccer team really needs to put a lot of effort in finding a striker. I was like, yeah, they've never had one, like, ever. What do you mean this is new plan? Come on. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they've never had a good one. They've never thought to look for a good one. because they Never just, thought one. Never thought one. It was like, oh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just find one laying around. But, like, 
I don't know. Well, so I, I like to watch like weird sports, like that are different. And so one, my my favorite channel, um, it is you know, surprisingly at Buffalo Wild Wings. It, it's it's called the Alternative Sports Channel, where the they best. have they have they have things like the log toss, the cheese roll. Oh, yeah. um, like the like, lumberjack games are so cool. Yeah, I love to yeah. watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I also like strong. I have like a weird affinity for strongman. Yeah, right mm-hmm. because it's so like bizarre bizarro land where it's like what they're just holding something okay like that's kind of cool i guess <laughs> yeah well or like I get... go oh ahead. sorry go ahead no. i can't remember what i was gonna say now so I, was, I was gonna come up with another example <laughs> but i forgot <laughs> well no i think i think exactly what you what you said at the beginning there was you know when when here in the u.s when we talk about sports culture is baseball basketball and football and that's probably why i was just so turned off from the beginning because those permeate everywhere and are so ingrained in everything that it was this immediate like reaction pull back against but anytime yeah. you know the veil was lifted up and you were able to see a little bit like a little tiny glimpse beyond it was like Yo, what's that what's that what's that like what are they doing yeah, there? Like, there. What, uh, yeah so, which is why I, I liked hockey a lot when i was younger i watched a lot of hockey because mm-hmm. it was different you know it was like oh this isn't just baseball or this yeah. isn't basketball it's something exciting and like different you know so i like to watch that and i like to i don't know i was thinking of other sports that i like to watch on tv when they're on i'm like oh i'm watching this for sure sure like i don't know i'll sit and watch most things not tennis or golf sorry tennis <laughs> No, I, I can't. I, the the only time I ever liked golf is when Mimi would take us up to um, like all those tournaments that they had at Missouri Island Sports Spring. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I liked golf. Like, well, so, I like golf when there's like a windmill and like what? a hippo. Like, oh, has little, like, not the bowling boy. pins that jump up and down. I like yeah. the. But like, like going to bit. Highland Park, wherever yeah. Mimi would like volunteer. Highland Springs. But then, okay. like, yeah, whenever she would then take us like into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, I I didn't know who any of those people were. But it was to, to me, it was still like so fun to go in and you know, like, who's this person? And then I think it was also really fascinating to watch Mimi's, you know, how much she loved sports. Sure. And and that that was also another big thing, like especially like when Oklahoma State played Iowa State, which for those of you listening, or you know, our grandma was a huge Iowa State fan, and so you know how how you know how those Cowboys do? Like, well, means did Iowa State lose by fifty? I'm not talking about Iowa State. <laughs> and so I, I remember those were always like really fun, sure. especially getting those phone calls, especially when, like Oklahoma State lost. I'm like, well, I was looking at the sports channel today. Uh, okay, thanks, Meme. <laughs> I just want to see how you're doing. Memes that I will stay with. Well, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, but like, that's especially now, especially that like I've had that experience with coaching, you know, that I want to get back into coaching. Like, seeing, you know, knowing what I know now and like having like a different outlook on sports and how like impactful it can be on people. Like that's another reason kind of why I enjoy it. Um, I'm looking at a, um, 
a little plaque that my um, seniors from the class of 2019 gave me, and it says Andy Valley Trojans, Coach Funkhauser on it, and I'm just like, and it has like all their signatures in grain, and there's like a little LED light on it, and I'm like, that is like really cool that like these you know kids you know did this and signed it. So it, to, to me, like looking at it, it's like, oh, it's actually really neat. Thanks, guys. Like it's something that you know. It's very dear to me, and you know, I was able to connect with these kids using athletics, um, even if they were all little, you know, turd baskets. But I, you know, love, love them all the same. Well, that that speaks to what sports can do, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the sort of team slash community building aspect that is possible whenever you're not just focused on the fact that you like won or lost in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Like, cause it does like you're bringing, so let's just say your baseball team, right. Uh, all their parents, if they come to the game, right now they're sitting, talking to people they might not otherwise engage with mm-hmm. outside of that activity. Right. So like, it is you do have this like community building aspect that is possible now it's not always happening because we're always like shouting at the umpire or like mm-hmm. being ridiculous or i don't know but like cuz we take it too seriously you know yeah but like i that's the other thing that i get turned off of like you said earlier i think both of you said it like the seriousness that you go with it is like off-putting for me cuz i just want to watch something interesting Mm-hmm. I just want to enjoy what I'm watching, right? Like, I don't, I don't care about <laughs> all this stuff. Now, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I get, like, when at home, like, I get amped up about some things, you know, when I'm super in, into it. But, like, just me and it not, like, taking out other people. Like, if I was talking to somebody else, I'm not going to, like, scream at them about, you know, how angry I get at Team Sky for be ridiculous with the Tour de France, right? That's no one else is gonna even know what I'm talking about, number one. But like I don't <laughs> <laughs> But you know, that's something I like to watch. It's a good example. Because I didn't watch it this year because I had to work at summer school, so I didn't get a chance to watch the tour. It made me sad. But like <clears throat> I really like that. I don't know why. I started watching it one year, just like oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see what it's like. And then I've like watched it every year since because I'm like super into <laughs> Tour de France. Like it really, I'm just like the dynamic. You're talking about ever changing, crazy dynamic. It's like, it's like so enthralling. It's like a bicycle race, but like half time, nothing even happens. But like, <laughs> I'm still like, oh my gosh, are they in the right position? Are they going to do this? Right. <clears throat> but like, at the end of the day, it's just a bike race. Like, I, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, It's supposed to be like a fun, enjoyable thing. And I know that everybody out there is making like more money than I'm ever going to see as a teacher, right? Like <laughs> maybe not everybody, but a lot of people out there <laughs> are doing that. And like, but it's still just interesting and fun. And I, I think too many people take sports too seriously. And it's like, it's the most important thing ever. And I just don't think that's the case, you know? And I mean, 
that's just my opinion. Other people, you know, like you said, there's lots of levels of investment in this kind of thing. Right. And some people that like, that's like, again, we've talked about this before too, but if your identity is playing a sport, right? Like that's your sole identity. Like you, you can't look at things the same way that I do, you know, cause I'm like, okay, well, it's just kind of cool and fun to watch. But if you are so, if like you are playing a sport, I don't know, whatever sport you play and that's like your thing. And you do that one thing only. First of all, uh, side note, I don't think it's healthy to be, to like, so fully associate yourself with one thing. Like just mentally, I don't think that's a healthy place to be, right? Because then, if all of a sudden you can't do that thing anymore, yeah, now we have a problem. Right. Um, well, we have some things to deal with, but like, you know, you so fully associate yourself with that identity that I think it it really blocks everything else because you have to focus on like, oh, I have to be like at X level of you know goodness or whatever, and like that sort of overtakes your psyche and like just trying to always keep getting better and winning becomes important. And I think you lose a lot of focus on like the whole point in general, mm-hmm. in my, in my opinion yeah. only. Well, like, well, and, and I'm sitting here trying to think of like, cause I, I think that's, I don't know if that's just a common trope or is widely publicized of like a, a, a concern or a problem with sports is that, you see, yeah. you tend to see that, or at least hear about that a lot of, of people who have their identity attached to a particular sport because that's what they were good at. And you don't see that be, when someone was good at like math in high school, they don't go throughout well, the rest of their I mean, life going like, you, oh, but, but you might. But I, I mean, think, part of that I think is the publicity behind sports events. If yeah, you, you know, I was going to say, if you I had think, more publicity on other things, you might see a broader to, to, thing. But yeah. I, to the extent to which that that skill is lauded and, and held yeah, up that's true. Yeah, amongst yeah, yeah. others. I, th- I think that's exactly a, a very good reason as to why your identity can get caught up in that. Because when it does get elevated or at least proclaimed loudly as being a good thing to be enjoyed and yeah. watched, yeah. there is an obvious draw to make that part of who you are in the long run, right? And then yeah. if you don't have checks and balances in the place, um, that, that can, that can definitely trouble, lead to that. Right. Yeah. And like Aaron was kind of talking about, like, you know, he's talking about it's the, if you are, let's pretend you are from a small rural Oklahoma town, right? And you're, you see your escape from this town as tied to sports, right? Then now you are like driven to like dive into this hole of like now my identity is this thing because I must succeed to do this. Right. Yeah. Whereas statistically yeah, yeah. speaking, that's never going to happen. Right. Right. If you just look at like the pure numbers of people <laughs> that make it into higher level sports, it's like small. Right. Exactly. Which is again, it's a testament to their ability. But again, I also have this, this side of me that goes <clears throat> like if I'm watching a professional basketball game and you know, I hear about all these trade deals and stuff that's ha- it's happening right now. You go, <clears throat> my kids play this game at recess. Right. And you're making $35 million <laughs> to play the same game. Well, yeah. Why? Like, it's ridiculous, right? Like, <laughs> it's, 
it's so blown out of proportion in my opinion right well, like but- it's so dumb like why why Maybe. is it that important <laughs> why have we placed such a high financial value on a game right you know well but like societally think of the economies that are driven by that one person by yeah. those two people right and i know it's like distraction based and we all need like the escape of something but like but man, i'm even on. i'm even thinking about like just like paintings and the art world too of mm-hmm. you go and you look at some of the impressionistics or whatever and you go really like that was huh okay cool uh, i guess <laughs> i guess that's worth a couple million great <laughs> well i mean those are different because that's like worth because it's the only one ever you know what i mean yeah true but just like the the, the art market as a whole like the amount of value oh, yeah, it's confusing that holds, too. right it, anyway it doesn't make sense whatever anyway but yeah <laughs> but yeah so like you said there's a lot of things and it does stuff but like ultimately like i think it's unhealthy back to the point like i think it's very unhealthy to so wrap yourself up in in one identifying characteristic that it defines who you are as a person right i I know that's my opinion and because i try not to do that like yeah i hate those like icebreaker games where like describe yourself in like x words like i i literally can't do that like i i pride myself on trying to be as diverse as possible (laughs) like i don't want to i don't want to like you know I, i don't define myself as like Oh, I am a teacher or I play an instrument, right? Yeah. It's part of who I am, but it's not like the overriding characteristic of my personality, you know? And I, I think it's really weird to do that. <clears throat> and so like when, if your defining characteristic is like, I am like, I have to be like an Australian rules football player. Like <laughs> that's you don't, there's nothing else about you. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like that's kind of not interesting. Right, like, oh, I'm a swimmer. That's it. That's all you do. You swim. Well, and, only. Yeah. Like, do you know nothing else? Like, <laughs> well, in part. I mean, of I that, understand that's that's what's needed for you to succeed, yeah. but also it makes you not interesting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it makes. Yeah, it is. It is really tough because society. I think. I think society has done a very, very, very bad job communicating and telling people and basically lying to people that there is a, a special dream destiny out there the one thing for you that that you must try and find to fulfill all of your dreams and desires right like that's true like, yeah like like it's like like oh what find the one passion and find the one thing and you're just it's like oh my gosh like no like <laughs> like at the end of the day no you are so much more complex than that but it is hard because you do have to fight that because you do have to fight as you search for your identity the world telling you find this other thing or find this thing or what's your thing? What's your one thing? Yeah. You don't need one thing. You don't need one thing. And that's, it's hard because that's, that's more complicated. That's more complex. That's, that's one reason why I really detest the state of politics. One of many reasons, but I mean, yeah, one of, but like people are so like, they put you in these big buckets and they go, you are either this or this. And if you're in the middle, that yeah. means you're nothing, right? They don't acknowledge that there's yeah. gray areas. You, they, yeah, they, there's a, they, yeah, they don't acknowledge that there's other <laughs> they don't. like things. And it's like, it's like, and so I get so frustrated when it comes time to like pick somebody or some, you know, for, for a thing. And it's like, but they don't meet 
who you know they don't they, yeah my qualification well the problem with politics in general is that like the defining characteristics of those buckets are like two things right <laughs> exactly there's like, there's like two things that make you one or maybe, the other or you know let's say five sure let's say five let's be generous for <laughs> sake yeah like you know if like if you just say the word conservative right there is a list of about five things that goes in yeah. that bucket yeah, yeah boom that's it that's the defining characteristic even if like there is we all know there is way more nuance to that right but and there's lots of in the middle and there's lots of nuance to this stuff but like nope these and, and people like vote for you because they they have an idea of what those five things are and the interesting part is that same that idea is not the same for everybody right right, right? like if one person says conservative they think of a list of five things if somebody else says it it's a different list of five things mm-hmm. right but so they're they're sort of engaging in that nuance but they're not publicly stating it. <laughs> well or more often than not what it actually it is is it's this it, it could be, let's say it's the same five let's say you miraculously find somebody who agrees to same five definitional things but you know of your five they only align with two of them while the other person yeah, or they might be them. in a different order of importance or like exactly yeah, like, right <laughs> so like it's all these weird hierarchies and, and it is again just getting back to that trying to define your identity and find that and where you place that it, it again this this whole like what buckets you fall in not allowing yourself to be defined by others i think is that huge first step in taking that control away from those you know from from society from the world and going no you don't you don't get to define me like that's a, again that sounds very millennial doesn't it, it sounds very like nah you know well, i mean it is sort of a pushback about what you were talking about because the <laughs> the fact that the the idea of like oh you have to have that like you're saying that the one thing yeah. is, that's becoming a very antiquated idea of like oh you're gonna graduate high school go to college and then have one job for 40 years yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's really not that's it how many things function any longer Um, and allowing somebody to realize that you can grow and develop as a person and come up with new ideas and new interests and just continue growing always and not just be like, yep, I am a electrical engineer forever. (laughs) Or like I am going to be an accountant. And those fields are excellent and wonderful. Not that there's anything wrong but, with that. <laughs> no, no, no. And maybe you do. Maybe you're like, I love it. That's great. I'm happy for you. But like, you can't pigeonhole everybody into that box of like, I'm gonna be accountant for 40 years and retire. <clears throat> so I'm. You might be an accountant for like 10 years and be like, Oh Yo, no. <laughs> I want to open a flower shop. Right. I love gardening and flowers, mm-hmm. and I want to do that. And that's like great. old world, old world, like when I quote old world, uh, <clears throat> like pre 1980 says, right. no, no, don't ever do that. <laughs> don't allow. <laughs> so you must I, just stay an accountant forever. I'm curious. Uh, and sort of the new way of thinking is like, yeah, I'm just going to own, I'm just going to sell flowers, man. That's what I want to do. do that. So I'm curious yeah. for you, you, you two, um, interacting with the, the um, the youths 
of the world. Um, how do you like? Do you see them struggling with this at that at that age? Um, and 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 how do you if if you have had to work through them and kind of the self discovery process? Uh, I think it uh, because I work with twelve year olds. Absolutely, <laughs> that's like the whole problem that we had. Like at the beginning of the year, I basically tell them all, like my beginning of the year speech is something about like <clears throat> the sixth grade is going to be hard. Number one, because the sixth grade curriculum in school is the most difficult you have done so far. Right? Yeah. You're ready for it. You've made it here. It's just, it's going to be harder than what you had last year. The other reason sixth grade is going to be hard is because being 12 is hard. Right? It's a whole thing. That is basically when that happens. And so I think an important thing to do is to when, when a kid is talking to you about something that they're interested in, just shut up and listen to them. That's what you got to do, <clears throat> I think, because they have expressed interest in a thing, and you should just listen to that and encourage them to look into it. Because, like, you know, like we've talked about, like, being on the basketball team is not for everyone. And sure, the kid that wants to be on the basketball team, you should be like, yeah do it. And the kid that wants to take choir, he should be like, do it. You know what I mean? Your, your opinion and your interest is valuable. And I want to acknowledge that by not being like, oh, I don't like that thing. It doesn't matter what I like anymore. It's what you like. So I just need to listen to you. I need to express interest in something you're interested in. And, and I just need to encourage you to keep doing it. Because I think that's that's all right. Because in sixth grade, we're starting to change our interests, right? Like we've we've we liked this before, and now maybe we don't like it so much. And our friends are going to be mean to us. They're going to call us names. We're gonna. It's going to be hard for us to pivot to something new, right? Like you know, I did play baseball, but really, I just kind of want to be in art class, right? And that that can be a hard transition because your friends might not respect your choice because let's be honest, 12, 12 year olds are not respectful little humans. So like (laughs) they need need somebody to just be like, yeah, it's a cool idea. I like it. Do it. Yeah. So I think, I think just listening to them is kind of the big, the big first step. Just listen to what they had to say, and and go from there. Aaron. So, one thing I always said in any other like, um, if I was like interviewing for a coaching position, they they always ask the question like, oh, so what is you know, do you have a coaching philosophy or something? And um, one thing that. I always say, and there's, you know, other things you, you throw in there, but I, I always talk about, I don't want to be the reason a kid loses interest in a sport that they love because Ooh, a lot yeah. of kids, a lot of case kids face burnout because either, you know, their coaches push them too hard or, you know, more importantly that 
parents push their kids too hard. Yeah, like super intense. Of, of, of wanting to, you know, <clears throat> hey, you know, I, I was, you know, the, the athlete in high school. You need to be the athlete in high school now. And, you know, oh, yeah. and transfer is real. Dreams, yeah, on, onto their kids. And so I, I always said to myself, like, I don't want to be the reason a, um, a kid loses interest in a sport that they love. And, you know, you know, exactly what Brandon was talking about, you know, kids at that age, oh, excuse me, are trying to, you know, identify who the heck they are and mm-hmm. um, be, you know, like, it, you know, am I going to be like this kid or, you know, am I even going to like this? And so the, when, when kids tell me, you know, coach, I want to be like, you know, I want to be like this because I'm like, oh, cool. you know, well, why do you want to be like that? Oh, well, because my you know, my dad was like, well, is that what you get? Is that what your dad wants, or is that what like what you want? And so, providing that question to kids is is more challenging than I anticipated because a lot of times kids don't like you know understand that this is what this is why they're in their sport because their dad or whoever, you know, wanted them to be. And so to me, that question is really big for, for kids kind of be like, well, you know, so why, why are you playing this? Why not like, you know, why are you playing this more of a, Hey, so, you know, why, why do you, why do you play? Why do you like the sport? Why do you like playing? Is it, is it something that you can, utilize to you know help get you more um oh what is it called heck um more opportunities to grow um is it something that you want to do because you just you know i, I had one kid like, man you're really good at the sport like why do you you know why do you like to play oh no we're just bored you know you're you're bored and you're playing a sport yeah that's why i go like, oh, all right you're honest i like it um <laughs> Yeah, you know, so there, there there is a lot of reasons why kids play sports, and yeah, especially in a small town, you don't really have a lot of options of like either um, to get you out of the small town so you can you know experience life at a different level, or um, where was I going at this point? I don't know, but like you know, something to where like you can um, you know experience it for yourself. And you know, like Brandon was saying, you know, whatever kids stay know say something you know you just just let them talk and then you can then it's your job as a teacher to facilitate the best way that they can achieve their goals and so yeah well and i've only had one experience with a student um was one of my all-time favorite students her name was um fatima and she um i was with her when in real time she realized that being a doctor, not the trajectory that she was going to be on for the rest of her life. And it was really hard. It was really hard because she was a junior in college and it just said Ooh. like, yeah, right. And we're in A&P and, or I was, yeah, it was in, yeah, it was in, it was in human anatomy and it just, it, the, the wall shut in front of her eyes and she realized like one, it was because she just suddenly, you talk about burnout, like she just suddenly had no more passion for it. And then she lost total interest in it. And all of these bricks, and like she realized that she was doing it for all these wrong reasons. And like like the rest of the class left. And then we just sat, and like I sat at the table with her. And she just like cried for 20 minutes. 
and like was was trying to figure out like was it okay for her to change her mind and that was the big her big hang up was like can i change my mind right now is that okay is that appropriate for me and i realize that like not only does the world tell you there's a dream destiny thing but also they demonize changing your mind and nobody talks about changing their mind, <laughs> their mind. yeah that's like, a good point like, like from <laughs> like because we typically as you grow up you're always looking at people older around you like parents or grandparents aunt and uncles and they're like most of the time they're already established so they never change so why would they talk about needing to change anytime they have a yeah. career change like so I, I think that just viewing... It's like a negative, like they got fired. Mm-hmm. Or exactly. Like they, exactly. You know. Yeah. And, and so it's hard to place ourselves, and especially with the younger you are, like it is really hard to see the trajectory that you're on is not the same trajectory that somebody older than you is on. Like they've already gone through the hills and valleys and humps and bumps a lot of the times and have a lot of that ironed out. Not necessarily all the time, right? Not Not really. But when she was talking to me, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that she'd never... Ha- seen somebody change their mind in like a big life decision she'd never seen it or had to experience that and um it was really like that's what that that center focus was about was like you can't like this is and and you know and she ended up she was not gonna be a doctor she all of a sudden like we worked with her i worked with her for a couple weeks and was like you know nursing is where i need to be because it like it just she was able to find a path from there um that still fit a lot of her other passions, but it just, you know, that, that like, is this okay? Am I doing something wrong? Is something wrong with me being, I changed my mind. And it, it got back to that whole, it gets back to that whole identity thing, right. Of like, if I, if I claimed I was going, I am a doctor, I'm going to be a doctor. That's who I am. By saying no to that, I'm saying no to me. And that must, that's bad. Right. It's yeah. Yeah. But no, you're just saying that you don't want to be like that version. Like you don't, you decide you didn't like that. And so mm-hmm. you're going to, I mean, it is daunting because that means then you have to make a new version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you sort of have to <clears throat> come up with a new identity for you, but it that's definitely plausible and possible thing to do. So, <clears throat> but it's rather daunting because like you said, people don't talk about doing that part. Yeah. They just talk about the, you know, I am this. They don't really talk about how they got there, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or like what to do if that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like what do you what do you do now? You know what I mean. And I I feel like that's an important aspect, especially you know with, with lots of there are certain things that that it is more prevalent, but like yeah, <clears throat> like what do you do? When that day comes when you're like, even if you were that for a long time, right? Let's say you are a doctor. Eventually, someday, you're not going to be a doctor anymore. Yeah. At, what do you do? Yeah. Right. Like, oh no, I have to be a something else. How do I be a something else? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> no, it's true. No, but you know, you look at like the trainings that you can take for jobs and stuff. And like, I just, this just came to me because I see a ton of them of like how to be a more effective manager, how to be I get the best manager. 7,000 be. emails a day about like online <laughs> for a better. I deleted like yeah. six today. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, they are never going to have a class that's like, should you still be a manager? Right? Like, no, there's no going to yeah. be, there's no be a class saying how to transition to your post managerial life. Like, exactly. that's not. <laughs> No, that's not because it's again, it's this binary either you are or you aren't, and that's it, right? There's no grayer. Yeah, people, you don't transition through points of your life. What are you talking about? There's no, and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, you don't, you, oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, like you were talking about earlier, it does kind of seem like uh, some people think that you were like born a manager. <laughs> that's not how that works. That's not right. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. no, <laughs> it's. Not no, and again, not discounting the people who are like from the age of five were like, I'm going to be a vet, and they're a vet, and they're the happiest they've ever been in their whole life. No, I mean that's cool. I was definitely not that kid. But like, <laughs> I remember being like slightly traumatized in high school, you know, because they they tell you that right, like <clears throat> the all the teachers are like, yeah, you got to find out what you're what you're going to do for the rest of your life. What like, your, what's your uh, job? What? <laughs> like, I'm 18 years old, and I don't really do decision making real well so like right we're talking about for the rest of my life like what (laughs) (laughs) like that's a really sort of traumatic thing to thrust upon an 18 year old who's going through like so much uh stuff and like already everything around them is changing like their whole social structure is about to be destroyed right like a whole bunch of all that stuff is changing and then somebody's like Yo, what's the one thing you're going to do for the rest of your existence? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's more, I think it would be, and again, the system is set up to do that. But I think a more appropriate question is just sort of like, well, what do you want to do right now? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, like, I, I, I remember a story of this guy that was like, he was a, uh, like he was like an accountant or something, but like in college, he was like a bartender and, you know, he, he got his degree in like business and finance. And so he was, you know, an accountant and he did that for like two years. And he's like, I am really miserable. You know, I'm, I'm going to go back and be a bartender. And so he, he's, he's a full-time bartender and that is, that is his job. And that's what he loves to do. Well, there and are, there are certain um, jobs slash careers that people that I guess society as a whole finds unacceptable, right? Mm-hmm. They're because they don't fit the traditional sense of what you should be doing at X age of your life. And like bartending is one of them. I watched an interview yeah. yesterday with um, Corey Wong. He's the guitarist for the band Wolfpack. If you've ever heard of them, they're like a jam bandy, like experimental, like funk. They're really awesome. You should check out Wolfpack. <laughs> anyway, he was talking about like, <clears throat> that's what he thought, right? He was like talking about the early stages of his life, kind of that early 20s part where it, he said kind of like, it was very clear to literally everyone around me that I needed to be a musician, <laughs> but I couldn't see it. Like I was like, oh, I can do like computer drafting. Like I'm good at that. I because I yeah. I need a real job, a quote traditional real job. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to do. That's you know that's how the world works. I have to have this quote real job. <clears throat> and he said it was really 
it was really weird for a while because it was very apparent to everyone <laughs> that I needed to be a musician. <laughs> but I couldn't see it myself. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I was so focused on this, this aspect of like, oh, I have to do this and this is what people do and I have to fit into this thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, eventually I was like, he's, he was talking about something. He talked about his realization. He was like, yo, <laughs> I, this is wrong. Like I should be a musician. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like later it was delayed by who knows how, I don't remember how long because he was so focused on like the quote traditional correct thing path, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, there is also that stigma of like, well, that's not a real job. Like why not? It's 2021, man. Mm-hmm. Why is that not a real job? <laughs> why, yeah, why not? Well, and I don't, I, I, I don't know how canonical this is or isn't or, or whatever, but I remember, um, hearing the story of of mom when she went to to college and she was gonna she went to college she was gonna be a vet and she said the first day she was there she couldn't find her first class or like the first building it was supposed to be in and she was like well I guess I'm not supposed to be a vet right and went on it does sort of sound like something she would say I, know. Sounds, sounds, sounds I didn't like, know that That's that really might funny. be slightly exaggerated in the telling maybe, later but that does bit. sound about right like. <laughs> <laughs> I think I vaguely recall a similar story a similar, to that. Right. Yes. And, you know, she went on to get a degree in education, right? But like, <laughs> it was, it was just, oh, well, uh, this isn't, this isn't working. And, and I don't know, that, 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 that story always kind of stuck with me of like, again, this example of you don't hear very many times of when somebody changed their mind and saw that you thought, oh, it was okay on the other side, right? The person, it's not it's genuinely just like sports it's just it's really not that big of a deal right like, <laughs> like it's yeah you're gonna be fine <laughs> so i i remember one of my my students he, he's, a, he's a freshman or was a freshman by now he's a what, junior and i remember talking about college and granted me being you know the the biased person's like well you know you need college or you know junior college right up the road and because i always talked about like well you know if um if, if you don't know if college is right for you like if you feel that like you know because that's how, that's everyone's biggest thing it's like if you know should i go to college is college or big for me it's like it, it's the thing i always told them like, yeah, look you know go to juco get all of your basics out of the way see if college is something that's you know I feel like it's one of you know sounds like one of those you know medical commercials and you're like oh see this is right for you, um, but I, I always told him like hey look you know there's you know a, a junior college right up the road, go and see if you even like it you know dip your toes in the water see if you like it, and then if if you don't like it awesome I mean you got an associate's degree you did two years you know bing bang boom you're done um, but if you do like it it now opens up more opportunities for you. And plus, it's really cheap. Like, you don't have to spend an arm and a leg, you know, to, to go out and, and do something like that. So if you want to, if you want to try it, cool, go for it. If not, no big deal. And the one thing I told this kid was like, dude, I like, you know, I, I changed my degree like two or three times. Like, seven. It's probably seven. Could, 
it was probably seven. But I was like, I changed a lot. And he's like, can you do that? And I'm like, oh yeah. I went, I went to school with a kid that was still going to school. And he was like four years older than me. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what I want to do anymore. And so it's like, it takes longer, but you literally can change your degree if you want to. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's like, oh, I was always told that like, I had to pick a degree and just go for it. And I was like, yeah, that's not true. You can literally go in there. But I, I, I told him like, look, you know, go to JUCO, get, get an associate's degree, try it out. If you like it, cool. If not, not a big deal. But at least just try to open up oppor- more opportunities for you. Because, you know, he's like, well, my dad's you know, an auto mechanic and I'm going to be an auto mechanic. And I was like, dude, that's what you want to do? Dope. Go for it. But if you just want to try something, just it, it's not going to kill you. Go out there, you know, literally apply for any scholarship because they're bound to give you like seven. And then just, you know, if you like it, cool, you know, go for it. But if you don't, you know, you got an associate's degree and you, know, you can carry on about your way. And so um, that's what he was talking about doing. He's like, I'm going to go just get, get an associate's degree and see what happens. I'm like, that's cool. Auto boy. Give it a try. So. I love it. True. That's, that's possibly a separate conversation, but that, that idea that you have to go to college right now when you're 18, go. I'll yeah, no. It's kind of like, yeah, we could come back to that later at some point because we're going a little yeah, long. But sports, like, sports or not. That is, yeah, sports, <laughs> sports stuff. Anyway. <laughs> I like it. No. Uh, well, cool. No, I, I really appreciate that um, because <laughs> I think that that, those two things are pretty intermixed together and turn a lot of people off from, from sports whenever they feel how invested or how serious people take it or how, how, how it becomes part of their core identity. Um, like that, that's a turnoff for a lot of people. And well, I think, I think the wrap up would then be like people that, because I have known people that are like, they're good at sports. They're like really good, but they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they have a hard time with that decision of like, ah, I, you know, I'm a, you know, let's whatever sport I'm a, we'll say basketball. I play basketball. I'm a basketball player. That's my identity. And I'm really good at it, but I want to do nursing. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, they're willing to be like, yeah, I want to do that because I now have discovered something, a new passion in my life. And, transitioning away from that is really difficult because there's a lot there's a lot of pressure on them to be like no you got to play basketball you got to like but i don't want to play like yeah you know you're good and you know i'm good but i don't i don't enjoy it i want to Mm -hmm. do this and again that's where you gotta you know you just gotta it's okay to do that you know yeah it's okay to explore new things. It can be scary. It's really scary. Especially if it's like, you know, especially when you're older. The older you get, the scarier it is. And I think that's why the traditional wisdom was don't do it. You know? <clears throat> but, uh, it's much more viable now. And so it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to not play a sport anymore. It's okay to watch more than one sport. It's okay to do that. Guy. You don't have to watch this one. You don't have to be like, I'm a baseball fan breaking news watch something else (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Watch I field hockey. I don't care. Watch something else. <laughs> Get out of your comfort zone. Try something else. Yeah. Learn something else. Because again, what I don't, I, yeah. One of the things you know you'll find is that sometimes it's important. Yes, it's important to know what you like, but a lot of more importantly, it's important to know what you don't like or who you are not. Right? Like it's that balance of like who am I, but also who am I not? And this like casting mm-hmm. your net broad, trying new things is all part of that process. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good point. I think I kind of align myself more with that. Well, here's what I'm not philosophy right if i think i want that questionnaire at my stupid staff meeting on monday i'm like describe who you aren't in five things i got that in the bag i do that (laughs) but the describe who you are nope i need more than that i think last time i wrote indescribable boom take that (laughs) oh Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and how how true. Yes. And, yep. like it's a good <laughs> and, and with with that, we'll uh <laughs> Indeed. Say, say goodnight. <laughs> Love you guys. Good night. Love you to you. Bye guys. Bye. Love you too. <laughs>